0: You're listening to the Creatively Connected Classroom Podcast, episode number 23. Welcome to the Creatively Connected Podcast from Education Closet, connecting teachers and ideas one glue stick at a time. Here's your hosts and K-12 Art Chat founders, Matt and
1: Laura Grundler. Everybody, this is Matt and Laura. Welcome to the Creatively Connected Classroom. Uh, we are having yet another amazing uh, speaking with yet another amazing host, and uh, look yeah. forward to really talking with So,
2: one. Jean Bjork has been a K twelve Art Chat since founding member. I think she was, she was she's there since the beginning, <laughs> and. Uh, And she um, has been doing a lot of work. I've actually seen her present at NAEA, and um, she's our guest today, and she hosted for us recently. We're really excited to have her. And personally, I was very attracted to her topic. So (laughs) Jean, welcome to the program. We're super excited. How are you you today? (laughs)
3: <laughs> I'm doing good. I, I just got back from getting my hair done and treat myself to a little TLC. So oh, I'm that's doing awesome.
1: Good. <laughs> and that yeah, connects to your balance, topic. So. Yes.
3: So <laughs> we um we want to
2: first just have the audience know a little bit about you. So who are you? What do you teach? What do you do?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm um, an art teacher at Pewaukee High School in Wisconsin. Um, Pewaukee is a suburb of Milwaukee. <laughs> and so um, okay. I've been teaching there. This is my 19th year at that school. And prior to that, I uh, lived in California and I did web design for a little while. And I taught first grade as a classroom teacher. And I've kind of traveled around a little bit. My husband's a California guy. And so I lived out there for 12 years, but I am from Wisconsin and kind of came back home uh, when we came back here to raise our kids. So that's who I am.
2: (laughs) Wow. Have you been staying warm this winter? looks like it's been frightfully cold up there.
3: So scary to us. (laughs) It's been, it's been a little nuts, even for Wisconsin people. <laughs>
1: wow.
2: Well, that says um, a lot.
1: You know,
2: <laughs> in Texas, it was 80 degrees yesterday. And, um, we don't, it's Stop. just been a really strange year. Yeah.
1: yeah. It but, hasn't been good though. No, it wasn't a good yeah.
2: 80. no it, it's a humid and it's just very, it's been a very strange year. So which kind of, um, makes me think a little bit about your topic balance and the principle, it's not just a principle of design, but balancing your life. Why, why choose that as a topic for K-12 Art Chat?
3: Well, I, it's something that is a struggle that I've been going through personally for a while. And, Back when I had kids living at home, my two kids are grown up and and moved out of the house, so we're empty nesters. But I just remember back in those days when they were running and we were going to soccer and to this and that, and it just constantly felt like I had no control of my life. (laughs) And so (laughs) I, I wanted to find a way to enjoy it all, but also like be able to do things that I wanted to do. And in 2016, when I met you guys in person at mm-hmm. NAEA, I um it was kind of like top of the world professionally, but afterwards mm-hmm. I came home and I was just, I was just really sad and and not happy with where I was at in my life. I, I didn't feel healthy. I didn't feel good. And mm-hmm. so I decided to start trying in little little baby steps to feel better. And I knew that exercise and eating right were part of that. I love cooking and I love food, but <laughs> I, also, <laughs> yeah. uh, I also use food as comfort and, you know, and just don't always have the best choices that I had been making in my life. And I'm kind of an, a spontaneous person and I tend to like if the party's good, then I'm joining in, you know, (laughs) and I was at that point in my life where I was like, I need to, I need to get a grip on this and I need to get better balance between all of the things that I know will, will help. And the other big factor is my parents are getting up there. They're in their eighties and I saw how much their health declined because they had not chosen to exercise and eat right and and they really were starting to become debilitated because of some of their health choices not because of disease or anything but because they had not chosen a balanced lifestyle as far as food and exercise and i thought i don't want to i don't want to end up like that i want to be able to in my 60s 70s and 80s even mm-hmm. i want to still be riding a bike and be able to go out for a walk around the block or travel where I want to go. And, and so that's what led me to kind of my little journey with wellness and and it's still a journey. I'm still going.
2: (laughs) It's always a journey. I don't think, I think it's, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of intersecting with you a little bit. I, I've gone through some health things this past few months, and I'm I'm, I just came home from physical therapy. In fact, and you know it's one of those things. I think it's it's really a, a commitment to a different lifestyle, and and that's it's hard. And I think the hard part about it. And I watch you on social media, and we've met in person, and I know how busy you are. You're doing art club and AP, and you're blogging, and you're. Take, don't you travel with your kids? I think to Italy do, or somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah
3: we've, uh, we've gone to Italy twice. And, um, plus, I travel a lot with my husband and my kids. Like I said, my own children live, you know, far away, so I try to visit them sometimes. And yeah, we're I'm I'm busy a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess all of that to say, how do you manage all of that
2: stuff and then make it a priority to eat well or go for that yeah. afternoon walk?
3: Well, it, it really comes down to what is the long-term goal and, and noticing that long-term commitment versus the little progress of, oh, this week I weigh this much and this week I'm this, Mm -hmm. and you know, I'm so many inches. And I mean, I've been there and I've done that. I like, like I'm an expert on dieting. (laughs) (laughs) but you know, it's, it's not just, and that's what I think is different this time for me. And, and it's the longest I've ever stuck with anything is that it's not, I'm not doing it to lose weight. I'm not doing it for any of those kinds of reasons. I'm doing it for the long run of wanting to feel happy and healthy and to have longevity. And so to every day I just make, choices and take kind of control of my time and if I plan it's really not that hard and it's easy and eventually I've sort of reset my habits to where the things that I do are these wellness things of 30 minutes of exercise every day um, and trying to do that outside if at all possible and eating right because I plan my meals on Sunday and you know just all those kinds of planning things kind of like how do you plan a balanced lesson in your classroom it's the same principles that all teachers are really good at we just sort of forget to do them for ourselves <laughs> <laughs> You, you know,
1: know? <laughs> I mean, I I think that kinda wraps around to a question you asked about mindful, you know, being mindful. And I know that's something that Laura and I are are really um advocates for as well. And, you know, you said, um, how are you mindful at home, at school, in your own art creating practice in your life? You know, what if you took three minutes? What is what would that look like? And what if you did that in your classroom? And so I kinda I guess like throwing that question to you you know what does that look like do you, you know how do you do that how do you where and when do you take that time to to be mindful of your of yourself
3: and and i think part of what i've learned more recently this this last year in fact is that mindfulness isn't this like, you know, touchy feely, like you're meditating and you're like levitating and it's, it's, not, that, it's not that at all. Um, I mean, meditation can be part of a mindful practice, but mindfulness is just the idea of tuning into what you are doing right now mm-hmm. and tuning out all the rest of the stuff that might get in the way. And one of the easiest ways to do that is to slow yourself down and focus on your breath. And so when you start feeling really stressed out, that is a great time to close your eyes, even if it's for two minutes, one minute even, Mm -hmm. and just, and if you can't close your eyes because the kids in your classroom might go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Another great thing, and this actually, one of my students taught me this, and she was suffering from PTSD and... And I was kind of stressed and she recognized the signs. And she's like, Mrs. Bjork, you have to, she's like, here's something you could do. And she said, what you do is you just, you start naming the things that are on your desk. So stapler, pencil, pen. And by doing that slowly, it slows your breathing. It makes you mindful of where you are and what's there. And it, it works. It really works. So it's just that idea of tuning into that moment, focus on your breath, and it calms you. And you can be mindful while you're eating, while you're talking to friends. I mean, we're so torn by social media and phones and computers, and we're constantly trying to do 50 million things. If we just focus on that one thing that we're trying to do, it really makes a difference and you do it better and you get it done quicker, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. And yeah. And um. as far as food, like you end up enjoying it more because you realize what you're actually eating. I mean, so many times I realized I was just wolfing it down.
2: I think that's a habit that teachers have in general. I, I don't know, like, you know, I've been out of the classroom for quite some time as an administrator, but I still eat like I have a 30 minute lunch and <laughs> or less, you know, with the five minutes that you're eating because kids are coming in during your lunch, you know? I think that there's a lot of bad habits that teachers get into, like wolfing down their, their lunch and and not taking a minute to to breathe and, you know, trying to jam all those minutes into the day that you just don't ever feel like you have enough time how do you how do you feel like you can break some of those bad habits
3: well I know for me I I actually am lucky I have an office that I can close the door and nobody can see me in there (laughs) that's helpful so I go and hide in my office. for lunch. <laughs> I have lunch in my office and I, I go in there and I listen to a book on audible mm-hmm. and I, I take my time and I eat my lunch slowly and quietly. And that is my little break in the day because the rest of the day I'm, you know, I'm Mrs. And I'm, <laughs> you know, But that know is that my little too. mini half hour of, mindful, quiet. Um, sometimes the guy I teach with, Ben Lamps sometimes he joins me and we'll just have kind of a nice conversation together and just slow down and and take that time. I mean, it doesn't always happen, but claiming it and making it part of your habit, a huge part is just resetting your habits. So the bell rings, that's your trigger. You go to your office and you Maybe start your Audible book or what, whatever. Maybe you're listening to music, but you take yourself away from the crazy and just shut it out for a little while and focus on that fantastic lunch that you made yourself. Mm-hmm. And then when you're done, and the bell rings, you transition back out to, okay, now I belong to the That's kids
1: again. <laughs> I'll come back into crazy and then there you have it. Um, yeah. I love the fact that you were talking, you know, one of the other options you were giving someone is just having a conversation. Um, your last question was about um, connecting and the human connection. And I think that I think that is something that, you know, as teachers sometimes, especially art teachers, a lot of them, you know, I, I was one kind of feel like you're on an Island and you're all by yourself. And so when you can have that, that human connection, I think that's really important. So,
3: yeah, it definitely is. And, and I think um, that's one of the reasons I love the K-12 art chat and the PLN that's on Twitter, especially Instagram is that, you know, when you do feel isolated like that and like your school, maybe I don't, I don't actually have a lot of friends are teachers at my school most of them have retired because I'm old now (laughs) but um but you know like I just don't I just don't get out of my little room that often so I think it's neat to have that virtual PLN that you can talk to um and you can just go back and forth with and you know and then when you go to the conference you meet them and you you start to become friends and start to follow each other on Facebook and suddenly (laughs) they're not just colleagues they they they're Become friends. friends. Real
1: friends, Real,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Hi there. This is Susan Riley, founder of Education Closet. If you love these conversations with Team Grunler and friends, please be sure to check out K12 Art Chat on Twitter. The chat is held every Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Central, and it's a great way to continue the conversation. Just go to twitter.com and search hashtag K12ArtChat. We look forward to chatting with you over there soon. Now let's head back to the show.
3: I love that. I think that's fantastic. And, but I agree that the connection part of it actually came because my husband and I became empty nesters. My kids moved out and they were gone and, and we both were just kind of like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to talk to each other and you're here all the time and what's going on, you know? <laughs> We, we actually did just weird, crazy things for, for a year or like six months. We took ballroom dance lessons just to kind of re-get to know each other.
2: That's fun. Um, That's super fun.
3: You know, and we, we do like, um, I don't know, we just do weird, random stuff. We hike together every Sunday. So we go outside yeah, you were just—we
1: uh, we were yeah. going to have a kind of set up a podcast with you, and you were like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm going on a hike."
3: I was really yeah. jealous. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was pretty miserable out, but we did it anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, how cold? I mean, hiking oh, in
2: the snow, yeah.
3: like, I mean, hiking in the snow. Yeah, we were hiking in the snow Holy cow. and, and um, trudging kind of... of through some pretty deep snow, and it was kind of foggy. So Mm. it was, it was a little eerie, but fun. You know, it, I just love nature. I love being outside and that's another part of balance for me and everyone's different, you know, Mm. but I found that one thing I needed is I have to get outside every day and my classroom has no windows. Um, I don't have any natural light all day and then add to it the Wisconsin winter where (sighs) You know, it, it can yeah. be great. So I knew that it was important for me to get outside. That, and I'm I'm pretty hardy. I don't I don't mind winter. I actually enjoy it, and I cross country ski, and I like to do things like that. So everyone finds their place of what what works for you. What are you? What's your way of being in balance? But for me, being outside has to be a huge part of what I do, the physical part of what I do, and it also has become. Part of what my husband and I do to connect with each other.
2: That's awesome. Well, you know, I was just sitting here thinking about, you know, just connections in general as parents of younger kids. You know, I think Matt and I can attest to. Sometimes you forget to put yourself and your your relationships, even your relationship with each other, as a priority because. You are so invested in getting the kids to whatever practice they have or whatever recital or rehearsal or, you know, sporting event or, you know, just it's almost like you're living on this roller coaster <laughs> calendar of like, okay, what's
1: next? Yes. What's this, you know? And, <laughs> well, and you almost <laughs> feel guilty for, you're like, oh, well, if I take this time for myself, then I'm feeling guilty for not doing that. For my kids I, time.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I can attest to that guilt. I, I think that there is a if I take care of me, then how that how's that going to reflect on my kids and things like that? But it's exactly the opposite, I think, that if I take care of me, then I'm a better caretaker. Does exactly. Yeah, well, it that does. And,
1: that and I think being able to even talk with your kids about it and say, hey, you know what? I'm taking this time for me and that's okay it's good modeling. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So
3: I I know a few years back, I, I was debating whether or not I should go back to school and get my master's degree. And I remember one of my colleagues, um, Dr. Christopher Owen, he's a doctor now, but back then he was just Christopher. (laughs) And he was was the choir teacher at my school for a while. He now teaches at a university, but um, I just remember him saying to me, well, you know, I think your kids would admire you more if they saw you work through Mm -hmm. school and saw you pursuing something that's really important to you that you love and that you're passionate about. Don't you think that that would make you a better parent because Mm -hmm. you're showing them what inspires you and what what you aspire to be? And fast forward to now. And my daughter is a, is a teacher. <laughs> <You> know, not, <laughs> oh, that's not, awesome. not an art teacher. She's an ESL teacher, but I know one of the things she said to me when she graduated with her master's degree was, you know, thank you, mom. You really inspired me. And and that, that means a lot. And that brings it full circle. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for my son to say that. But <laughs> 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 not sure that's ever happening, but <laughs> But but no, I I agree with you. And being, you know, being on the other side of children being at home, I can tell you treasure every moment, but don't let go of yourself. Mm -hmm. You still have to love yourself and you still have to carve out time for you because you need to show them that you are this person, that someday they will realize, wow, I was really lucky to have that person as my parent.
2: Agree. Such a, I mean, I'm like, oh, ah, I feel at
1: peace now. <laughs>
3: I do. I, I feel Some, more balanced someday, having this conversation. Someday you will have an empty nest.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. But, um, I'm
3: not wishing okay. it away right now, no. but there are
2: moments no. where, <laughs> where I know where when, especially when they're arguing about something, I or I look know. at the house and it's an absolute mess, or we have a gazillion loads of laundry to do, Jeez. you know
3: but, um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I, and I think that's, that's something that I've been learning myself. I'm, I think, and I, I don't know if it's an art thing or a teacher thing, but we are pretty hard on ourselves. So Mm -hmm. I'm very, I judge myself really harshly. I hold myself to such a high standard and I I was raised Catholic, so I have all this guilt all the time.
1: (laughs) I I understand that one.
3: I'm Um, I'm a recovering Catholic. so. (laughs) But but anyway, you know, that idea of feeling guilty, feeling bad, you have to let all that judgment go. And I mean, I still have a voice in my head that can be very negative and judgmental, but learning a new, you know, kind of learning a new story. What story are you telling yourself in your head? And learning a new one, and and making it the one you want to tell. I mean, I think that's really important um, to being balanced. is is to not judge ourselves so harshly, and to be like, okay, today was really hard. I just worked twelve hours, and now I'm with these kids, and now it's ten, and I'm just realizing. I never actually went to the bathroom back at two in the afternoon <laughs> right when, I
2: to. <laughs> when
3: I needed to go.
2: And I haven't had a glass of water all day long. Yeah. yeah.
3: And, and you just have to be like, okay, today was that day and tomorrow's a new day. And what my body needs right now is sleep and rest. And I'm going to go do that for myself, you know? And I remember being like sleep deprived and Sometimes I would get up at 4.30 in the morning and I am not a morning person, but I would do it just so I could have time for myself. So you have to find what works for you, but yeah, you can't judge yourself. You can't be so hard on yourself. You have to be kind to you and that balance will come.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, you know, if you could share any parting words, but I think that is such a key thing to to end on. Wow, I know, it's wonderful. <laughs> Being kind <laughs> to yourself and and um, finding out what works best for you, you. Yeah. yeah,
3: and so. and just ask yourself: Is it kind for me right now to do whatever it is you're about to do? And maybe sometimes, you know, having a dish of ice cream <laughs> might be <laughs> hey, what you need. That's to okay do. once in
1: a while. I would exactly. Yeah. agree. Exactly
3: once in yeah. a while. Once in a while. Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> Jean you're just so... <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you're like warm and fuzzy. Aww. And I'm like, I can't wait to hug you at any I know,
1: I'm excited. Yeah,
3: I can't wait. Boston is so cool. I can't wait to get there. It's going to be yeah, a blast. I think our whole is
1: I know. It, that's yeah. going to be intense.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So be and, uh, and we will be tweeting and
1: oh sharing gosh. and yeah. periscope. For We're sure, probably not going to do a chat that night, but we will definitely be all over... Yeah. Media.
3: That's great. Yeah, this yeah. year I'm not presenting. I'm just taking the year off. There you go. Just enjoying.
1: <laughs> all right.
2: Good. It's all about finding that balance. Finding the balance. Exactly. Yeah.
3: And yeah. this year it was it was kind to just experience and enjoy. Maybe next year I'll present, but not this year. <laughs> yeah.
1: Good for you. Yeah.
3: Good for yeah.
1: you. All right, Jean. Well, we appreciate it so much and uh we're just so glad we got a chance to talk with you and that our listeners got a chance to find out more about who you are.
3: Thank yeah. you. And thank you for the opportunity. I really enjoyed it. And I love thank what you. you guys do. Thank you for giving us this, this way of connecting every week. Awesome. Well, we love it too. That's <laughs>
2: why well we do
1: it. So. <laughs> so we keep doing what we do. So. But All, thank right.
2: You again. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Okay. Take bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: Heads up, 7-Up friends. If you've been enjoying these episodes, be sure to subscribe to the Creatively Connected Classroom podcast. You'll get a notification every time we release a new episode each and every week. And take a screenshot and put it on your favorite social media, Twitter, Insta, Facebook, you name it. Tag Education Closet and K12 Art Chat so we can reach out and say thanks. And if you really love us with all the feels, give us a review and or a rating over on iTunes. It helps others find the show and connect with
3: our incredible community. Thanks for all your support.